Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. Listen, y'all. <laughs> uh, I need, I need, desperately need. I am literally needing in desperation. I'm needing to grow. Like, I, I need the grace to grow. Like, not even joking. Um, real quick, I'm going to write down some of the notes that I wanted to talk about today. Um, and then I'm going to jump into the podcast. So, um, all right. So first, and also if you hear stuff moving and dooping around in the background, (laughs) ignore it, ignore it. Listen, your girl is trying to get herself set up for tomorrow. I'm trying to get my food for today. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get ready, get ready, get ready. So, um, if you hear just a bunch of moving and stuff in the background, that is indeed me. And I am just trying to prepare my heart and my mind uh, for what's upcoming. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about today, which is actually the highlight of my day. Um, And I was wondering, should I end with this? But I feel like what I'm ending with is so big that I want to give a good amount of time to talking about it so that I can come to it. Because I haven't come to a a resolute conclusion yet. So like kind of I have two kind of like minor points. And then I have one major point, like huge point, that I am still trying to find the conclusion to. And I was talking to God in a car earlier, and I just thought, like, let me just talk to God on a podcast. Because, like, I would also like to record my thinking so I can reference it for future notice. And sometimes I feel like I just end up thinking in so many different ways when I am on my podcast. And so that is what I'm currently going to be working on. The first thing that I want to talk about is the freak stuff I got today. Listen, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why did I have to move out to Wesley Chapel? I wish I could have worked at a school that was closer to USF because then I could have stayed closer over there. And now I'm all the way out here and I'm in this school and I'm in this class. And And at first I was like, kind of thinking about it. And I was like, thinking about it in the terms of like deficit mindset of like, I was like, man, like, things would have been so much brighter on the other side. It would have been so, the grass is greener on the other side. But when I thought about it, I said, God has placed me here for a reason. And there have been so many just tiny little things that have been happening that have shown me that. And one of the things that has been happening that has shown me that is the way that they work so well as a community. It's given me inspiration for what I want to be in one day, but also the free stuff that they give. Y'all, I have gotten so much free stuff from this school, not even lying, like literally not even lying. I, one day they were taking down two bookshelves and they were giving out books for free. I grabbed so many books, didn't even need all of them right now, but I need, I I know that I'm going to need them one day. And so I just grabbed a bunch of books. Then today they had this thing where basically you can go and it was in our PLC room. And basically you just, you know, get it and you like, it was like a whole bunch of like different random prizes and index cards, like different random prizes and supplies. And it was just a bunch of random stuff. And so I was like, I like random stuff. So they had like t-shirts, they had a bucket hat that I grabbed. They had a bunch of stuffed animals. I also grabbed those because I was like, I don't know yet what grade I'm going to teach. And a lot of the stuffed animals looked like certain book characters that I know that are, there are like, 
There was one that looks like a billy goat and I have a book called Billy Goat Gruff. And so like, there's just different stuffed animals that were there that I got. I feel like I'm doing a haul right now on my YouTube channel. Um, and then I also got some index cards. I got about five packs of them. I know that that's not gonna last me forever, but I'm just grabbing every little bit here and there that I can to accumulate what I need eventually. And so since they offered it and they said, go ahead and get you some stuff, I said, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get me some stuff. And so then they have a bit, a, a huge bag with all these different types of pencils and erasers and uh, sticky notes in it. So I grabbed that. And then they had these little tote bags that say hashtag book joy on them. And so I grabbed me two of them and I used one to put my stuff in and then one to, um, I just kept one. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm always gonna need a tote bag for something, right? And then they had these little boxes and within each box had different stuff. And so one box has like different little bands. And so when I saw these little bands, it's like bracelets. They, this is what they used for kindness month or kindness week when they had the bingo challenges and then they always gave the students a, a little bracelet. But I figured these little bracelets could be a good like technique to use in my classroom as just like a prize or reward for something that we do. They also have just a bunch of other bands that say, uh, I don't even know what this says, join the RBSMS Bulldog Band. Like, I don't know what that mean, girl, but it, it's in here. And they've got different little prizes from a prize cart and little airplanes and stuff. And so I figured this would be cute just to keep and to have as a little prize or like something as I'm setting up my class. And then the little bins that it comes in is so cute. And so they said that I could keep the bins. So I said, great. So I just kept the bins. I grabbed a box of jump ropes. So now I just have some purple and pink jump ropes in here. And I grabbed that because I figured when I'm trying to start up my recess bin, I don't like I can go buy these things, but I don't want to have to go buy these things if I don't need to go buy these things. If they're giving this out for free, why would I go buy some? You know what I mean? And then they have like more pencils and then they have I didn't even go through this box, actually. So this is quite exciting. OK, they have a box full of markers and color, uh, crayons. So I got that. And then they have some sticky notes with an L on it. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. But I'm just like, I'm, like I said, I just grab what I see. I get it and I go. And so they have the crayons and that stuff. They have a box of playing cards with a tiger on the back of it. Like, I don't know what that means. And then um, they got these little like palm tree cutouts. Like, I feel like this is just stuff I can use for anything. And so while I may not use every single thing, it's nice to be able to start collecting stuff because I feel like the more stuff I collect, the more stuff I'm going to have to draw from when I'm actually in need of something as a teacher. Like, it's just so many little random things, but I'm so grateful that, like, I chose to go to this school because I feel like the school is just setting me up for success as a teacher, and I quite enjoy that. And then another thing is that they had this book um school's first day of school so it's about like first day of school but it's school's first day of school and this book is a really good book like this is one of the top of the notch books and they had it over there for free so i grabbed it and then they also had a thing of spiral notebooks and the thing that i liked about it was that they were all already packaged together at spiral notebooks like all the spiral notebooks were in one packaging instead of separate packaging which is nice because that's easy to transport instead of having like you know, a whole bunch of different little packaging. So I was like, yes, thank y'all so much. Like, I will take it all. And so I really did. 
And if there's still some more stuff next week, I'm grabbing it because that's what I did the last time. I had books that I had grabbed the first time and I went back and got more books. If you're giving stuff away for free and I see something that I could possibly use in my classroom, I'm getting it. Now, granted, am I going to use every single thing that I got today in my classroom? No, but I can find a place for this stuff to go. And I know that some of this stuff I'm really going to need. And so if I just can grab every little bit that I can grab while I'm here, then that's helping me out. And that is really setting me up for what I need um, when I start teaching. And so I'm just, <laughs> I feel like God just like blessed me with this school that I'm at because really, I mean, I don't know if other schools are doing this, but like, I just feel so blessed because they are always, and the people are so kind. They are always like, take whatever you want, however much you want. I'm the one that always puts a limit on what I should get. But it's like, they really do be like, take whatever you want. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because really, I know that it's going to be rough. And so I just want to be able to get ahead of the ball game as much as I can. So I feel grateful because, you know, I've got, and sorry for the dishes playing in, in the background. You know, I'm trying to give myself some dinner. Um, but I feel thankful that I'm able to even just like, get little things like that that just will help me out so much in the future and I like I said I'm just collecting bit by bit like at this point I'm a collector <laughs> at this point I'm a collector because I just collect so many little things um that hopefully you know when I get started next semester or not next semester next year that I'll be ready as far as like supplies goes and everything like that. So I'm excited. And that was like the highlight of my day. Um, and then another thing that has been ever like apparent more recently is my interest in teaching fifth grade. I think there's a couple of reasons. Number one, I feel a connection to fifth grade because it was my fifth grade teacher that actually inspired me to continue in teaching. So like, I know that like, I've always wanted to be a teacher since I was three, but it was actually my fifth grade teacher who saw that passion and desire of mine and said, hey, I'll let you teach. Actually, she let me teach a lesson on fractions, literally what we're learning right now in our fourth grade class. She let me teach a lesson on fractions. And so I taught our lesson and it was really fun. And like I made all these little printouts and everything and I just enjoyed it. And I remember creating this little poster in her class that said what we wanted to be and we had to write it down and stuff. And I wrote teacher on mine. And I, I still have that since fifth grade because that was just, the most impactful class I've ever been in in my life. Like that was the moment in which I was like, this is what I want to do. And this is who I want to model it after. So shout out to Miss McBride. I actually worked with her later on in high school because her daughter went to my same high school and she was promoting this program um, at our school, the kindergarten education program, where basically you could go around and like teach kindergartners about mosquitoes and stuff like that. So I did that like as volunteer work and I got the chance to work with her and she's so kind and so funny. And so, yeah, I was like, you know, thinking about that. And I was like, that's a reason why I might want to teach fifth grade because I just remember it having such a big impact on my life. But then also more recently, I've been seeing a lot more that's reminding me like, this is why I think fifth grade is where I might want to be. So recently I've been praying and I've been like, God, I don't know where I want to teach. Like a lot of people have been asking me like, what grade do you want to teach? And I'm honestly like, I don't know. And quite frankly, I still don't know. Like I still am not like, oh, this is the grade I want to teach. I, want, I know for sure. Like I love all the grades and I feel like all the grades have something to bring to the table. 
And so I'm not like, just like, oh, I, I just want to be in this grade and this grade alone. And if I don't get this grade, I'm not teaching. Like, no, I don't really care what grade I get, honestly. But now I'm starting to think more along the lines of what grade I would enjoy having. And I think I would enjoy having all of them. But like, what grade am I the most, um, do I see myself having the most impact in? And so I realized yesterday, I realized that I really enjoy fifth grade and I really enjoy like STEM type of classes. So like engineering in high school was my favorite class that I look back on now. Did I like it when I was in it? No, because my professor was absolute trash. But do I look back and now say that was one of my favorite classes? Yes, because it was the class that I feel like taught me the most. And so I like love STEM. I really do. And I've always loved STEM. I feel like STEM has always been something that I'm like, I really enjoy. I've never been super good at it, but that whole creativity and that whole like innovative piece of like just making something your own, but using research and all that stuff behind it is amazing. And when I went to the STEM fair yesterday and I was judging to see the work that the kids were putting in, like they were creating logs, they were writing journal entries, they were doing research, they were having like data to back up what they did. That is so fun to me because it's combining kind of all of those subjects. I like, you've got the data collection and the mathematical background. You've got the writing with your journal entries every day. You've got like all these different things. And so I was like, I would love to be placed in a science class where I could implement STEM in my science classroom. I would absolutely adore that because I feel like science and STEM are so much hands-on, but also there's so much like, um, just like engaging like you I feel like there's just a level of creativity that I like in science and STEM and so yeah I don't know it's just a, it's a subject that's been interesting to me more recently and so I think that science in general is a is a subject that I enjoy teaching but then also STEM I enjoy teaching and so or I enjoy at least participating in STEM and so now I'm wondering if STEM type of vibe, the, the area I want to go in my teaching. And so then at the STEM fair, we were judging all fifth graders. So it was really cool to see their ideas that they come up with. And last night I started thinking like, well, what if I were a science teacher? Like, what would I do? And I realized that I would love to be in a departmentalized class because the thing about departmentalization is that you only have to teach the subject that you teach. And there are definitely pros and cons to both teaching departmentalized and not teaching departmentalized. But what I noticed that I enjoy about departmentalized teaching is that you, number one, only have to plan for that subject. You don't have to plan across the board for multiple subjects, which I like. Because sometimes I feel like my attention is so divided when I have to plan so many different subjects all at one time. So I quite enjoy that that is the case for um, departmentalization. Now with departmentalization, I don't know if they give you, like if you plan with other people or if it's just all on you. So that would be something that would be hard is if I just have to plan just me, cause then I don't get to hear the other ideas of other people, but that's for another time. I'm just going to talk about the things that I do enjoy about it because I don't quite know. I haven't solidified whether or not I'm going to do that. So then another thing that came to mind was um, the fact that I like fifth grade because when we have the fifth grade bus riders come into our classroom because we all walk down together, 
they like another class's bus riders of fifth graders come to our classroom and they are just so fun like okay <laughs> listen i i feel like it's because they're not my kids because if they were my kids i'd be tired of them but since they're not my kids like they're not my students i feel like i'm not tired of them yet and so i think that's why i like them because i'm like not that I don't like my the students that I have. I love my students. But, like, I feel like I'm willing to banter with them because I don't banter with them all day. And so when the fifth graders come in, I'm fine with bantering with them. But just in general, the fifth graders that I operate with, like, I enjoy working with them. I enjoy being around them. And so that was something that was interesting because, I mean, I, mean, I enjoy being around all kids. But it was just interesting to me because I was like, wow, like, I actually could see myself teaching fifth grade I feel like that would be interesting and so <clears throat> needless to say all of these thoughts were coming to mind the other day and I was like I feel like teaching fifth grade might be like where I want to go with this like I feel like I enjoy it I would love to help them prepare for, for sixth grade and for the future and kind of just like help them get their footing you know and so that was something that yeah that I discovered yesterday and today, which was fun. Okay, so I talked about the free stuff that I got. I talked about fifth grade. Next on the list is the student that I've been really struggling to work with recently. And it's been really hard because I love this student, but I'm finding myself just getting very impatient and getting very tired. And I know that it's because I'm tired and I'm feeling burnt out that there's a lot of like, tension with me and this student not that he necessarily feels it but I feel it because I'm exhausted and so I think the first step is self-reflection on my own part um but I think that <clears throat> um this student is just like a student who he very much does well when he is in control and so I'm starting to find that like this is there's a difference between equality and equity and so I claim to be a teacher who promotes equity. I want to promote equity. But then at the same time, the way that I am disciplining this student is the same way I'm disciplining every student, even though he obviously needs something different. And it was a little bit hard for me. I, as I was talking in the car, I was literally, in, uh, excuse you, I was literally in tears because I was like, I just feel so bad about this. Like, I feel like it's not fair, but like, also, there's a thing that's like, like, it's not going to be fair because like, that is what, like, sometimes people have different needs. And so his needs are just different than the needs of other students as far as behavior management. And so what works for my other students doesn't necessarily work for him. And sometimes I wonder even what works for what I say, quote unquote, works for my other students might not even work for my other students. So, you know, keep that in mind. But um, yeah, I just feel like at first I was feeling really bad about it, but now I'm feeling a little bit better after I had a little crying session and after I talked about it with God and stuff, because even though like there wasn't a conclusion that was reached yet, I just feel like in general, like just knowing that equity is what is needed now and knowing that it's not what I want to do, but it's what this student needs. I don't want to treat this student differently than how I treat my other students, but that's what he needs. And so I just feel like, Ugh, you know, cause it's like, damn bro, why can't you just like listen and do what everybody else is doing? But like, I just feel like I have so much trouble with him. And so 
Um, yeah. So basically the biggest trouble with him is that it's always a power struggle. It feels like when we have a certain dynamic, because he like, you'll ask him to do something. And if he doesn't feel like he's done anything wrong, he will sit there and literally argue with you and be like, I didn't do anything. No. And then he just won't do what you asked him to do. And it's like, really, bro? Like, are you, are you joking me? And he so, and so one thing I was talking about with Ms. Jenkins and she said, basically just Make sure that he just does the thing that you want him to do. Like today, he closed somebody's laptop, and I told him to go sit at his desk because he closed somebody's laptop. And so he didn't sit at his desk, and he was still sitting in the spot where he was sitting before. But she said, but what he did do was he stopped touching the laptop, which is what you wanted him to do. So it's like, you know, sometimes you just have to take a hit or miss sometimes and be like, well, you didn't do what I wanted you to do, but you did do what I needed you to do. And so that was to stop. And so, bam, you know what I mean? And I was like, eh, I don't really like thinking about it like that, but it does make sense and it does, you know what I mean? And so I was kind of just like, yeah, that like, I don't know. And and I feel like I'm still trying to find my footing uh, with him and I'm still trying to figure out a dynamic. But one thing I realized was like, it really is just me. It, it At the end of the day, it comes back down to, I am the one that is in control of my own actions. I can't control him and I can't control his actions. And he's letting me know that. He's letting me know that I cannot control his actions and that he can do whatever the heck he wants to do. And that's true. Anybody could do whatever the heck they want to do. Now, does that mean that you're without consequences? Does that mean you're void of, of following consequences? No, but you can technically do whatever you want to do. And so I just feel like now he's letting me know that, that like he can do whatever he wants to do and what am I going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, there's obviously a lot that I can do, but like, and so anywho, I'm just rambling right now, but like, I just feel like, um, what he's showing me is that I am the only one in charge of my own actions. And so I have to make sure that like, I am not burnt out and that I am at peace and that I am operating in patience so that I can be the best that I can be for my student and specifically for him since he has differing needs. And I feel like I am all for like differing stuff for different student needs. I do that very well with academics, but I never applied equity to the behavioral management system. And so I feel like now I'm starting to learn that and I'm grateful. I feel like I'm grateful. He's teaching me a lot. He really is. And maybe I'll commend him for that. Maybe I'll say, hey, listen, dude, you, did you know that you're teaching me a lot? Like you're actually helping me learn? Like that is amazing to me. And so I just feel like, Though, with that being said, I also want him to to be the best version of his self. And I don't want it to continuously be this, like, fight for who's going to be the top dog because that's just how it feels right now. Like, it feels right now like that one part of the song. And there's a song I love called Sly. And um, in, in the song, he said, who the top dog, man, is you or me? And I feel like that's how it feels sometimes. It feels like, who's the top dog? Is it me or is it you? And so, you know, I just really want to, like, I just want to be the best teacher that I can be for him. And I want him to be the best student that he could be for me. And I feel like we just have a, a awkward dynamic right now, but it starts with me developing patience and with me resting really is what it is because I was just so tired today and out of it that I didn't feel like doing anything. And I didn't feel like dealing with the issues. And I noticed that a lot of times I just give up because I don't feel like dealing with it. Like I just don't feel like hearing his mouth and I don't feel like him rambling off to me and I don't feel like him being mad and, I, and, and all of these other different things that happen every day and so I don't feel like arguing with you 
about the fact that you did something wrong and I know you did something wrong and you don't want to own up for it. You know what I mean? Like, and it just is like, but it's like at the same time, I feel like just me focusing on what can I do? Me focusing on, did he do the thing I wanted him to do? Like that I needed him to do, not necessarily what I wanted him to do. Cause I want him to do this or do that. But if he did the thing that I needed him to do, like stop touching the laptop, then that's all that matters in that moment. And we can work on everything else later, but all that matters in that moment is did he do the thing that I needed him to do? And then also another thing I realized is that I I need to have actual conversations with him. I feel like sometimes I tell him to stop doing stuff and he's one of those inquisitive type of people where he needs to know why. Like he needs to know why do I need to stop doing this? Why? And so I feel like sometimes I just say stuff, but I don't explain it. And I think I just have to get better at explaining in the moment as opposed to trying to wait for the perfect time to talk to him about his behavior. And then also, I think something that's going to have to happen just quite frequently is just like discussions with him about his behavior and just about like what he does. And I think a good time might be during Gator since we have that time pretty much free anyway. Um, I mean, other than him doing individual like independent reading. Mm, Excuse me. But I think maybe doing like twice a week during gator time i just have some one-on-one time with him where we can just like talk and like um i don't know where we can just talk and we can like i just sometimes i feel like i'm just talking so much though and it feels like nothing is getting through and so i'm just i don't know i'm just like tired and i'm a little bit over it but i'm willing to work through it because he matters to me and i feel like he is important and Earlier, I went through a list of the reasons why I love him because I was like, I need to remember why, what assets does he have that he brings to the table? Because yes, he's making me frustrated right now, but there's so much more that he brings to the table than just being annoying sometimes, you know? And so I have to think about that. And something I thought of was that he's very helpful and he's very kind and thoughtful and he's always giving to other people which is nice. And I think he is somebody who notices people. Um, I love that about him. I love that he notices people. Like when I'm walking out of the room or something, he notices immediately when I'm in the room. He notices immediately when Miss Jenkins is gone. And even though he does that sometimes to act out, he, he notices people. And I like that he notices people because that is telling of a, of a truly giving and loving heart. People who notice others are really loving. And so I love that about him. And I had to remember that today. And just remember that everything is not going down the drain. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I get so melodramatic. Calm down. <laughs> Everything's not going down the drain. You'll be all right. Uh, it's just a little tough, you know, trying to navigate things. But I think that we are, I think what I'm going to do is talk with Miss Jenkins about that and just ask her about like talking with him and Gator, like maybe like twice a week. And just being like, hey, this is the time that we're going to have to talk. Maybe we can walk around or something outside or sit at one of the benches outside. I don't know. But just like something so that we are able to connect. Because I feel like we're not connecting right now. And it's hard to know. So, yeah. Anywho, still trying to figure that out. But I prayed about it. So I think the conclusion that I came to was, number one, I want to talk to him in the moment about his behaviors. And I want to, not just about his behaviors, but like, I want to give him the space to tell me what he wants to do differently. Because he is actually very, um, 
he takes initiative and he's actually very intuitive with his own needs. Like he came up with a whole system he's going to do to manage his behavior and it's been working so far. And so he was the one that came up with that. And so I just, I feel like I need to give him more space to come up with his own ways of managing behavior and just start prompting. So maybe I'll sit down today while I'm eating, I can do this and just write some prompts that I might ask him that will help him navigate his own behavior without it feeling like me intruding on him. And I think there's also like a de-escalation thing that Miss Jenkins sent me that I'm going to look at so I can think of some prompts too that can help him. Um, Because I just, my goal is to be patient and loving with him, but for him to also behave in the way that he needs to. There is an expectation for school behavior. And I understand if he wants to do it in creative ways, but he still has to follow school appropriate behavior. And so I think I'm just going to look that up real quick. And um, so, yeah, let me list out what I came up with, though, because I want to make sure that I get these ideas written down before I move on to the next thing. So number one, I said I wanted to have discussions in the moment. in the moment and then another thing I'll say is number two prompt don't preach because I think sometimes I get a little preachy you know the preacher in me kicks out and I start going on whole lectures and that does not help him like he just he does not do well with lectures I think a lot of times I have to negotiate with him and me and Ms. Jenkins were talking about the fact that he would make a good negotiator because he really do be negotiating everything, like, really. And so I think that something that would be helpful is instead of telling him what to do, possibly negotiating on what he's going to do. So being like, um, being like, hey, here's what I think about this. Now, what do you think about this? Now, let's come to a compromise. How are we going to solve this together? Because I think that's what he needs. So I think I'll say, number three, negotiating a compromise. A compromise instead of telling him what to do. And it's like, it's hard, but it's like he... Because it's like, I feel like I, I don't do this with anyone else. And so I know that he needs this, but it's like, also part of me is like, dang, you know what I mean? But I just have to get over that. That I just have to get over it. So number one, have discussions in the moment. Number two, prompt, don't preach. Number three, negotiating a compromise instead of telling him what to do. And um, I think number four would be change of voice. Like, I think there are going to be moments in which I can continue doing this, but there are also moments in which I just have to send him somewhere else or send him to talk to somebody else so that he hears somebody different than just my voice. Cause then he starts tuning me out or he starts just getting frustrated. And it's like, okay, I need a change of voice. Like I need him to not be here. He needs to not be here. We just need a moment and then we can come back together. And then I think number five would be, um, What's it called? Um, Just bringing it back full circle. Like, we should have conversations 
And even though we're talking about behavior, we need to bring it back full circle and kind of have a close to that situation so that it feels like, okay, we healed from that. We can move on. You know what I mean? Um, so have discussions, prompt, don't preach, negotiating a compromise, change of voice, bring back full circle. And I think that's good. I think I'm going to sit here, watch the de-escalation stuff, and then I'm going to create kind of like a continuum that I'm going to follow so that it's just like an, a, a expectation that I can set every time that like, this is what I'll do. Then this is what I'll do. Then this is what I'll do. Then this is what I'll do. That way he kind of knows and he can kind of catch on and maybe I'll even talk about it with him as well. Um, yeah, because I feel like I want to be patient with him. I shouldn't always have to tell him when to stop something. He should know that on his own. And I think Ms. Jenkins is okay with reminding him. She says she's okay with reminding him constantly. She even told him that straight up. She's like, I don't mind reminding you. And in my mind, I'm like, I do mind reminding you because then at some point I lose track of how many times I've reminded you. And now I'm getting frustrated because all I'm doing is reminding you. And then it's like, it, that system does not necessarily work for me. And so it works for her and, and, and this kid, but it doesn't really work for me and this kid. And so, because I, I forget stuff so quickly, maybe that's on me, maybe I need to remember, but I feel like my mind is just in so many different places that I forget how you behaved during math. And so I don't remember if I gave you a million reminders or if I gave you one reminder. So I don't remember what point you get for that. You know what I mean? I feel like at that point, it needs to be something slightly different that we do between me and him that might operate better and work better for me so I'm not so impatient and for him so that it's something that we've created together. I think that is like what I'm also going to write down is like creating together. I feel like that's what he, he thrives in, creating together. And then also just being, um, having like, I feel like having fun moments, like just some fun things that we do together. I don't know, because I feel like that will create that bond that we need in order for me to be like, stop what you're doing and him to actually stop what he's doing. So I've been thinking recently a lot about a new behavior strategy that I want to do, where if you get a seven on your, um, if you get a seven for the day, like that means you get seven points, which means you did good in all, all your categories, then your name gets to be put in a raffle. And then whoever's name is in the raffle at the end of the week, and I pick probably like about like three or four names, those people will get to sit with me at lunch outside and we'll eat together. And so I've been thinking about that and thinking about how that might be helpful because even if you don't do good all week, doing good one day still gets you in the raffle. And so it really is about not looking at, oh my gosh, I can't do good all week, but it's really about looking at day to day. Can I do good this day? And then if I can, I get in the raffle, you know what I mean? And so I just think that that is something I might try, but I also might just try doing lunch with or maybe not even lunch I don't think I'm gonna do lunch I think I'm gonna do gator time with um this student and maybe pick one day a week that we like go sit outside and like talk or or read outside or just something that we do together each week that he can look forward to that can develop a bond between us um and yeah I don't know I think that is a that is a good approach to that I don't know. Let me write that down too. So I'll say maybe um, discussions. 
during Gator. And then also maybe outside during Gator one day a week. And then as far as the raffle thing with lunch, I just feel like that is interesting. I don't know. Anywho, um, <laughs> that's all I have for today. I'm just thinking through a bunch of different thoughts, but I'm going to continue writing down my ideas and hopefully come to a conclusion of what I'm going to do. And I just want to say thank you, Lord, for all the opportunities that you're giving me. And thank you for this student who I'm able to work with, who is teaching me so much. I just pray that I learn and that I actually take heed to it. And I pray that you help me to continue remembering what I need to do as an individual. Because at the end of the day, you're not interested in me managing other people. Even though it is my job to literally manage other people, God, you are not interested in that. You are interested in me learning how to manage myself. And so I pray that you help me to not lose my cool, to not lose self-control, but that I just maintain self-control, maintain peace, maintain uh, patience, and, and am able to interact with this student in a way that is loving and is caring and is graceful and is generous. Um, and I just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. <laughs> Love you, God. Peace out, y'all. See y'all later. Adios.